Hey, hey, hey there. I'm coming to you today, Wednesday, October 5th. We are five days into the final quarter of the year. This final quarter can determine how your January, February, and March will look. It'll determine where you're at mentally, physically, spiritually, and financially come the new year. Are you prepared? I want to talk to you a little bit about just kind of the ongoing word that I keep using, um, that I keep hearing from beauty entrepreneurs. Growth. Either I feel like I'm not growing, I'm needing to grow, I'm going to leave this space because I can't grow, I don't see any growth opportunities in it. And as an entrepreneur, you have to understand that you provide the growth. Your location does not. Your environment can influence, spark a fire, but ultimately you are the one that will make a change and or improvement to your thinking, your knowledge, your personality. By definition, growth in life means to it means the self-improvement of your skills, knowledge or mindset, right? Self-improvement. Now that can mean you finding podcasts by men or women who have knowledge, expertise in your field, who are in a place in their life that you think mirrors the life that you want to have. It means affirmations, taking on a, a new routine in your life, journaling, affirmations, saying affirmations for yourself and or over your business, your outlook, your mindset, which is very important. How many of you have looked at Instagram or some type of social media today? <laughs> okay, I'm sure that's every last person that's listening to this. Whether it's first thing in the morning, um, after you brush your teeth, before you start your work day, before you go to bed. You have looked at some sort of social media, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. And if you are an entrepreneur, in most cases, you are looking at pages of influencers or other entrepreneurs that are either doing what it is that you are doing, um, are doing what it is that you're doing at a higher rate, in your opinion. 
or they're 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 traveling. Uh, the thing that they are doing is allowing them to enjoy um, events and things that you would like to enjoy. That for some reason you just can't put your finger on it as to why your life is not like theirs. I'm sure I'm working just as hard, you say. I know I'm working hard. I'm putting in the hours. They say post, I'm posting. They say do reels, I'm doing reels. Why is my outcome not looking like that? Or why is my outcome not looking like what I desire? And I want to take a moment together, right? Because we've all felt like this. We've all felt like I should be in a better position. And what I want for all of us is to is for this to be the last day, the last month, the last quarter of the year that you have to make that statement. I'm going to take a sip of my little drink right here. Right. So what I want to do is I want to get into what is making us feel like that. Well, what is making us feel like that is now it's the everyday runnings of keeping our business together. You know, it was different when you were just doing hair for a friend or two or a couple of family members. It was different when, you know, you still had your full time job and you were doing hair on the side. And then you decided, hey, I want to start. I want to launch my own business. I want to make my own hours. I want to create my own space. I want to make my own money. And you were excited and you were, oh my God, wide eyed and bushy tailed. You had so much passion for, for what the future could hold. Like I'm going to do this. And it was exciting in the beginning. Having the clients come and come back and leaving you great reviews and um, being booked. It was exciting. And then you have those days when you don't feel like doing it. That if you do one more retwisting ropes, if you do one more facial, if you put on one more wig, you're going to scream. And the question is, how, how did we get here? Why is it not so fun anymore? And a lot of times that can be because we may be feeling overworked and underpaid. But wait, 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 how can that be? You're the business owner. You set the prices. You set your schedule. So what's the problem? The problem is you are working day in and day out on your business. But you are not working not one day. I'm sorry. You're working day in and day out in your business. But you're not working not one day on your business. And I want to ask you, how many days a week do you work in your business? 
How many days are you in the shop? Two, three, four days? Tuesday through Saturday off on Sundays and Mondays? Okay. So when you're off, when you're not in in the studio or in the salon doing, you know, your beauty services, what are you doing on those days that you are off? You with the kids, chilling with the boo. Maybe you're out of town on a vacation, right? Just chilling, trying to recuperate because you know you got to go hard for another, you're going to go hard for another three or four days, five days, right? When is it that you work on the business? And I want you to think about that for a moment because from what I see, and I'm not saying this is how you think or how you feel, but from what I see in most cases, beauty entrepreneurs that come to me and message me and they're saying, well, I want to leave this place that I'm at because I don't feel like I'm growing. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for growth. I want to move from this station and I want to get into a suite. And as a salon owner and someone who has a passion for, um, helping to kind of unblur the lines of entrepreneurship and, you know, fulfillment within your passion. I'm trying to, I have to be able to read or hear what is not being said. And for the person who says, hey, I'm in this this barbershop or I'm in this salon and I don't feel like I'm growing. I need to move someplace else. I need to move around. Okay. And the first thing that I want to ask is, is the environment affecting your business, you think? Because are your clients happy? Okay. What is it that you feel like should be happening right now? If you don't feel like you're growing in this space, what do you feel like should be happening? And also, what do you feel like is hindering you from that growth? Now, don't get me wrong. Your, you know, being in a particular environment can put a spark in you, um, being around certain people can open you to some things that maybe, you know, you hadn't seen before, but ultimately the growth starts and or stops with you, especially as a uh, beauty entrepreneur, especially in, in a suite, you, it's you, it's you and it's your client and you're in a suite. Because that's what you wanted. You wanted to be your own business. You wanted to have your own business. And because you may either not have been ready for a full salon or maybe that's not your desire, you're in a suite. So you have a mini business. And whether you move to a new suite or a new location with chandeliers and 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 water, water type flooring. And, you know, a big, large window that does not bring clients to you. 
that's not going to improve your the state of your business. It may look nice, but it does not improve the state of your business. Because let me tell you this. Well, I want to ask you. Some of the best food in any city is in what people may call the hood. It may be a box AC in the window because there's no central AC. It's um, mismatched furniture. Um, They have on hairnets, but there's a light bulb out in the front lobby area. But you know, they'll have a line out of the door. Why? Because it's not about the the frills. It's not about having big screen TVs on the wall. It's the service and it's the thing. Like it's the food. It's the thing. It's the customer service that brings them there. So I don't know how many times I've been to these dope locations around Dallas and Fort Worth and the service and the food were terrible but it looked great I could get a whole bunch of selfies in there but I wouldn't be back right so what is growth I'm at this station but it's time for growth like I want to get into a suite why do you want to get into a suite A suite is going to be more responsibility. Yes, you'll have a bigger area. Yes, you'll have four walls. But that's the main difference and pretty much the only difference from a station and a suite. Oh, you can decorate it. So then my question to that person is, is you moving into a suite more as a growth opportunity for your business Or for a personal selfish option for yourself. Because for you, getting into a suite will look like to everyone else that you have your own business. You got your own thing. She's moving up. But just because you've gotten into a bigger space does not mean growth. That's just like someone who is going from an apartment and moving into a large house. But yet they can't furnish it. What's the point? You just want people to see. That it looks like you're doing well. But then it's stressing you the hell out. Because you can't fully decorate it the way you want to. Or furnish it the way you want to. But it has nothing to do with your business's bottom line. Right. So let's look at the things that will actually grow the business. Because you're going to get tired. Right. You're going to get sick. You know. Your. Your mindset on your business will most likely change and then boom. Just like it came, the business went and there's no longer. Uh, Tia's House of Locks. There's no longer uh, Coco's Twisted Up Shop. There's no longer, you know, these little companies, they come and they go. Why? 
because they're just for the person who created it. And that's fine. You have you an oasis where it's you and you can create the life that you want through the services that you provide. That's great. But the thing is, we have to think long term and how do we want to grow and what growth really means. Growth does not mean that you go from a station to a suite or from a suite to a salon. That's more responsibility, more expenses, more headache. What growth is, is self-improvement of your mindset, personality, knowledge, and skills. Those are going to be the things that grow your bottom line. So when you talk about mindset, do you journal? Do you read books that have to do with a millionaire's mindset? Um, as far as self-improvement when it comes to your skills, are you taking any classes that improves your skills in what it is that you're doing and or in something new that you may want to try and not saying to start a whole new business. No, maximize and grow what you already have. When it comes to self-improvement of your personality, how you speak to people, how you communicate, how you present yourself, self-improvement of skills, social media, how to present your brand. Why not invest in someone that you see doing well or offering a service that could help brand your business the way that you want to and get in front of people that would be your likely customer to be the customer that you want. Help you to build a personal brand where you have companies wanting to pay you to market their products. Because not only are you a stylist, the majority of you, your mothers, you know, fun girls, uh, you may be in relationships, um, you may be single mothers. Um, or single parents, you may be on spiritual journeys. You're more than the hairs that you twist on someone's head. That is growth there. So how do we translate that into your business to where you can actually see it? Because right now the mindset is, I got to do more clients. I got to do more clients, more clients. The more clients I do, the more money I get. If I do more clients, if I fit in another client, that's another $150 or that's another $200. I need to do more clients, right? But you may have, that may work today, but then what about tomorrow? And what about next week? And what about two weeks from now? The growth is going to come from delegating one to two days 
where you work on growing your business. And I want to say specifically planning because a lot of beauty entrepreneurs, you kind of, some of us are just going by the seat of our pants. Like right now, it's October. All locticians, it should be hashtag October. There should be either October specials. There should be, you know, October events that are going on that really celebrate um, locks and how far locks have come, the beauty of them, etc. The seasons are changing. There should be more information on how to take care of your hair or your your face or your your skin or your whatever during these summer months. I mean during these um these upcoming fall season. The majority of locticians sometimes have locks showing at home tutorials on quick hairstyles that you can do. And it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to get done. Just do it so that you can be consistent and then you can improve along the way. For those who do uh, natural hair, loose natural hair and straightening services, you got Blowvember that's coming up. That's November. Blowvember. You should be doing specials and campaigns on that now. Getting anywhere from three to five models with, you know, like a short TWA um, and longer. That way you can show how someone with short hair can get their hair straightened and also revert back. You can show someone a little bit longer than that, the skills, so you can show different cuts, layering, what's hot. Just like Fashion Week does their whole thing of what's going to be coming up for 2024 as a stylist, as an esthetician, what are the trends when it comes to skincare uh, for the fall? What are the trends when it comes to um, natural hair for the fall? You got color, you got uh, different cuts, lengths, shapes, and different things like that. You could be doing a campaign right now to market that, advertise that, bring more people to your page. And then offering, you know, a service. I think it was fantastic. Um, one of the beauty entrepreneurs um, did this. However, you can create a contest where you have people to like your post, follow your page. They have to share your page with at least two or three other accounts. Those people, if they like your page, come to your page and share and post, then there is a giveaway for the person who like does everything. One that helps more people to see your page. It gets your flyer around to new people. And then most people, more people are seeing the work that's on your page and will be more inclined to come in and book with you. But right now, we're still early in October. If I am a short hair specialist or if I am a silk press queen, I am going to begin to market and advertise for Blowvember. And I'm going to have three to five services that are going to be specifically for blowouts and silk presses. 
I want to create an experience. Come, you'll have your little bellini or your mimosa. I'll have that ready for you. We're going to get you blown out, trimmed, layered up. And I want to have a cute area where I can take before and after video and make sure that they tag me. Blow Vember. You have a blow and go. You have a, um, and you could just think of different names, but like a uh, blow and and blow uh, a blow and highlights, um, blow and bangs. You know, just some different things. But you got blow vember that's coming up. We definitely need to be preparing for that. But if you're thinking about it right now, I can't even lie. I am gonna say it's late. As far as how do we grow? How do I get to where I need to be? This is the final quarter of the year. January is going to be coming up. Like, I don't want to be doing the same thing this January. You know, or in the same place this January I was in last January or even last month. How do I change this? The thing is, it's planning. And you can't plan when you constantly are behind the chair, constantly taking clients, taking clients, and you're not working on your business. The days that you work on your business, it should be broken down into a few parts. One should be social media, planning out social media. It should be definitely looking at the calendar. What's coming up? Um, looking at the regular calendar and then, you know, the calendar where they put in, you know, um, it's best friends day. It's such and such day. Why? Because those could be little miniature campaigns that you do. You know, hey, bring in a friend. You know, friends tell friends or friends make sure friends have good hair. And you may create a campaign and or a a service with that. Um, I know it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month for the month of October. You know, hey, even though it may not be something that is close to you maybe you don't know someone but maybe one of your clients um do hey if they come in in support of if they come in and wear pink to support breast cancer awareness they may get 10 percent off of their service and then you want to make sure that you have a hashtag and you post uh to that hashtag right so that you have that as far as like advertising and or marketing or just participating. Um, this month is also so we have uh, it's Halloween. It's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Sorry, this is my it's my phone making this noise because I want to look up um, what else is going on this month. Um. So you have Columbus Day, you have Bosses Day, which is October 16th, um, Sweetest Day, which is October 21st, October 31st is Halloween, um, of course, let's see, um, now those are kind of like your main ones. 
those are your federal uh your federal holidays um but you have things like all saints day in november go for a ride day national jukebox day different things like that and so just kind of being aware of that so that if you have any campaigns that you can do that would relate to that that would be great so on your admin day or your work on your business day let's look at social media how can we are we presenting our business in the best way to attract the type of client that we want okay what are 10 to 20 posting ideas that i can post on my social media page and you can find some of these on ai right you can get on like chat uh chat gt or chat gen chat and put in hey give me 10 social media post ideas for my business as an esthetician and it will come up with ideas for you i'm going to give you an example right now i'm going to go on one i'm going to go on one that i have um in my phone and i'm going to put in um give me five Instagram post ideas for my for my lash business okay so already it's giving me some ideas right so it's saying before and after transformations share some stunning photos of your clients lashes before and after product spotlight spotlight if there's a specific lash product or brand that you offer share close-up shots with that client testimonials feature testimonials from satisfied clients who have had a positive experience with your lash service behind the scenes take your followers behind the scenes of your lash studio share photos or videos of your workspace tools in the process process and then five would be lash care tips educate your followers on how to properly care for their lashes to maintain their longevity um and appearance share tips on cleaning brushes and avoiding common mistakes okay um I, the next thing i'm going to put is what what are five things i can educate my lash clients on Proper lash care, aftercare routine, different lash styles, common lash myths, lash health and safety. These are five topics, but these can easily be a month's worth of social media. Proper lash care, that can be a video that you do to actually demonstrate it. It could be a carousel uh, of information that you do in a Canva. Um, aftercare routine, you could do the same thing step-by-step -step aftercare routine it could be you doing the routine so that you could so that they could actually see what it looks like as if they were doing it hey let's do aftercare with me 
different lash styles. I'm someone, I like lashes, but I don't know what the names of the different styles are. And so talking to the people who may be coming to my page, like, I like lashes, but I'm unfamiliar with it. And the one experience that I had with someone who did lashes, they didn't explain anything to me. They put them on and I ended up not liking it. I didn't like the experience. And then I just have never gone back. So I haven't done lashes, although I want to. So educating the clients on the different lash styles available and help them choose the one that suits their preferences and their eye shape. Explaining the differences between classic, hybrid, and volume. Uh, common lash mint, lash myths. What are some of the things, the fallacies, the made-up stories that people uh, have about lash myths? And you can do like a question and answer day. Even if you're the, the one who makes up the questions, make up about 10 questions of your own. Do a live and have people to tune in and ask you questions about lashes. And even if you don't have anybody that comes on immediately, you already have 10 questions that you know that are commonly asked that you can begin to talk about until somebody comes in. And then lash health and safety. What are some things for people to look out for? What are some of the things that they can do to prevent from, you know, having, you know, an allergic reaction or something like that? So there's plenty of ways for you to figure out like hey what can i be what can i be posting but the main thing is be consistent fake that algorithm and post every day and then look at what your insights are and figure out what the people are liking because you could be posting but posting the wrong information i mean posting the wrong thing choose one type of topic and just post it five different ways if you're going to talk about like lash care, well, in one post, do a video of you demonstrating it on someone else's lashes and talking it through, doing a voiceover. Okay. See how that goes. Do the same thing, but do it in a carousel in written information and see how that goes. Next time, do it on yourself. You know, lash care, let's do lash care together. And then another one, do a live and see how people respond. They may like you because you're funny, maybe because you're cute, maybe because, you know, you're quirky. You kind of seem like them. And they're like, you know, I actually like when she goes live, like she's mad cool. And continue to do the type of engagement that your client likes. That's you working on your business so that your business grows. Okay, so we got looking at social media, okay, and then planning what your social media is going to be. Whether it's going to be posts, uh, whether it's going to be some type of live, whether you're going to be outside some work, go ahead and plan that. So now you have that. And with Instagram, you can create the post, put it in drafts, and you can save it for later. You can actually put it on a date and time, and it'll post for you on that date and time. Okay, so you want to look at your social media, plan your social media. The next thing that you want to do um, on your admin day or on your uh, day off is to kind of gather notes. What have your clients been saying when they come in? Do they ask you, hey, do you have products to sell? Do they ask you, um, do you provide lock extensions? Do they ask you um, or do they say certain things like, oh, 
I wish that there, do you have any lock shirts? You know where I can find lock shirts or do you know where I can find lock jewelry from? Um, if it's something that is aligned with your business, then I would provide it for the clients. How easy is it now for you to start your own product line for whether you have lock clients, natural hair clients, or um, skincare, um, clients for skincare or lashes? You can sell your own products. That's another way for growth. So basically taking notes and seeing how is it that you can create more income without you having to physically be there, right? What can I offer my clients that they're going to love that they would purchase even if I was no longer doing hair? And just giving an example, um, I have clients who no longer come to me um, who have moved away and they are constantly emailing about my Morlocks products. Are they available? Are they coming back? So whether I'm doing their hair or not, I created something for them that they love that whether I was doing their hair or not, they would still purchase that product. That could be the same way with lock jewelry. That could be the same way with apparel, lock pride apparel. Um, you could create, um, you know, like lock, what do you call it? Um, really it could just be like, uh, it could be confidence cards, you know, or journey cards where on this date on October 5th, they picked up this card and it says, yes, you are beautiful. I know you have a little bit of frizz, but it's okay, girl. It's part of the journey. Like just a stack of lock affirmation cards to help someone get through their lock journey and know that they're beautiful. Those things would sell. They're great gifts. Um, if someone was starting their lock journey, that's something that you can just put with your lock um, combo and include it into the price and, you know, as something that you're giving, giving them, but that's an option as well. Um, a lock journal, a lock journey journal, something that's guided, something that will allow for them to write like what their journey. So this is day one, month one. You know, how are you feeling today with your locks? What do your locks look like? What do you notice that are changing? Have you seen budding? And then there would be pages where you would include like facts, information. Um, you would be debunking some myths about locks, letting them know that frizz is okay. You know, just different things. And you can create that. This is what's so beautiful is because no one is stopping your growth except for you. Because you're the one who has to put in the work. You can easily create something like that on Canva and get it printed. And then you could send it to Amazon so that if someone was looking up lock journal, lock journey journals, they would see yours and they would be able to purchase it. So as I'm going, I'm telling you this, but I'm going onto my phone right now and going to Amazon and... I'm going to put in lock journey journal. Okay. And I see someone who has one lock journal, trust the process, track the reties, treasure the journey, a gratitude journal, my lock journal. 
I can't see what's inside, but it's telling me write about the start of your journey and why you took the leap. Record your monthly maintenance routine. Write your weekly, monthly reflections on the process. Add lock inspiration photos. Record your journey with a 12-month photo diary. Additional pages to journal. How cool would it be is if you made one of these that was digital to where I could take a picture of my hair and I could upload it digitally to my uh, digital journal. That's definitely something that you could create. And I'm looking at the person who created it and she looks no different from you or I. Lock it and love it. This is a lock journey workbook journal. I'm looking at this. It's $22.22. This is supposed to embrace your locks and spiritual journey. Throughout this book, there will be affirmations, workbook exercises, and questions to help you learn to love your locks and embrace your femininity. Um, So that's something that's cool. That's something that you can do one time. And it could get purchased over and over and over again. That's what we call residual income. That is growth for your business. Okay. Growth looks like consistent clientele. Growth looks like creating a product, whether it's digital or physical, that will still bring you money long after you have stopped doing the actual physical part of the business. Okay. Growth doesn't necessarily mean that you're a household, like everybody just knows your name. The people that are for you, as long as the people that are for you are coming to you um, and you find a way to get into the social media platforms and into the face of those people who you want to service or want to be let or, you know, or inform them of your business. That's what matters. Growth does not mean taking on additional expenses that will cause you headache and lose money. Cause the thing is not to look like you're a boss. But to really be one, if that's the case, if being a boss is even a thing for you, the thing is not to look like you're doing, you're doing well, but to actually be well. I'm sure there's so many people on social media that we can look at and say, dang, they must be doing well. They doing this, they doing that. But you and I both know um, a lot of the lives that people show on social media can easily be rented. Anyone can rent a jet. Anybody can rent a yacht. Anybody can rent a home that's not theirs and make it look like it's something that it's not. Anybody can smile on camera and then when they turn it off, they are in turmoil ask yourself how what is it that I really want what is it that I really want because if you define specifically what you really want then you can adequately create a path so that 
you are going towards it. Because right now I know it's, I just, I need money. <laughs> I need money. I got to pay these bills. I need money. I need to have money. Right? So I need to do the hair. I need to do the facial. I need to do the weave. I need to do the tattoo so I can make money. What is the real goal? I want to get to a million dollars. Like I see, really, what is the real goal? And that has to start with working on the business and working on the business. Do you know where you're at financially? Do you know what money is going out and what money is coming in? Do you know how much in services you did last week? Do you know how many clients you did last week? Like numbers. Do you know if you did 20 clients and you brought in $2,700 worth of services and you worked four or five days? Being a business owner, having a business, knowing your numbers, that is going to help you lead to growth. Do you know how many clients you did last week as opposed to the same time last year? Do you know how, how many services you did last month? Do you know what your dollar service amount was last month? What about the month before? What about the month before then? If there is decreases, what was the change? Right? We need to know this first. What are my numbers? What am I consistently doing on a weekly and monthly basis in my business? How much of my business involves me? And if it's 100%, how can I plan to make it 50%? 50% me, 50% product. How do I do this? You can't answer that question until you get your numbers and you work your business so we talked about planning your social media right we talked about needing to know your numbers what are my sales right do I have a consistent schedule or do I just have it open and whoever comes if I get one person I get one person am I actively reaching out to clients do you have a day to where i set aside on my working on my business day i'm going to call the clients that i've had within the last 90 days that have not returned i want to call them i want to find out what's hey touching base with you hey julianne Yes, yes, yes. This is Paulette. How are you? Nope. Just checking in, seeing how you're doing. Number one, how's everything going? Okay, that's great. I am doing well. I'm doing well. Well, I just wanted to check on you. I just opened up my books for the month. I wanted to contact you personally before I opened it up to everyone else to see if I need um, if I need to put you on the books. I noticed the last time you was here was about three months ago. Um... Is everything okay? Right? Want to ask if they're okay because there could have been some life challenges that could have happened. Um, no, no problem at all. Um, life be life and don't it, girl? I understand. What day would be best for you? Are you need weekends, you know, morning. What days would be best for you? 
okay, nope, not a problem, not a problem. And hey, look, so I know things be going crazy, so I'm not going to reserve it with a deposit. However, what I do need from you is once you get that reminder 48 hours prior to the service, go ahead and just hit me a text. And if you're not going to be able to come, just let me know so I can open it up and free it up to someone else. Does that work? Okay, excellent. Glad to hear from you. Are you doing that stuff in your business? Or is the interaction between you and the guest stops once they pay you and leave? It's just like a relationship. The only time you really care about me is when I'm in your chair and I'm giving you my money. But you can't check up on me. You can't see how I'm doing. You can't like none of my pictures on Instagram. You can't send me no message. You can't. That's working on your business. That's growing your business. I would be calling my clients that I've had from the last three months that have not rebooked. If I go back three months and I go to, I'm going to click on this appointment that this person had. I'm going to go to appointments. If I don't see any future appointments booked, it's either one, I didn't, re, I didn't rebook you. Two, but why haven't they rebooked? I want to find out. So I'm going to call them. Or you can send them a text message. Hey, beautiful. Hey, handsome. This is Paulette here at This Is It Salon Suites. I wanted to go ahead and reach out because you are, uh, I wanted to make sure that you were staying on top of your uh, lock maintenance regimen. And I have, before I open up my schedule, I wanted to make sure that I sent this directly to you. Please let me know what your day and time availability is so that I can put you on my schedule so that you can stay up with the regular maintenance for your locks. Now, some people will respond, some people won't. And the people who won't respond, I really want to call them. Maybe their number changed. Maybe their email changed. Maybe they didn't get it. Maybe they forgot. Maybe something happened. But in three months, if they haven't come back, somebody's doing their hair. Or maybe they're doing their own. Whatever. You can say, oh, I've been doing my own hair. Oh, okay, okay. Not a problem at all. Not a problem. Well, you know the holidays are coming up. And if you want something just extra special, you want, you know, an extra special hairdo, please, please, please make sure that you keep me in mind. And if you have any family that are coming in during that holiday time, you refer them to me. I will give you $25 off of your service. All right. All right. Beautiful. If you have any questions about any hair care or looking for products or anything that would suggest, please do not hesitate to call me because what you're doing is not only am I your loctician when you come in, but I want to be the go to person. If you have questions about your at home regimen, I want to extend my service outside of the salon. And so one that's going to put a good feeling in their mouth, they may come back. Um, but they'll also keep you in mind when it comes to the holiday, right? So where are the clients at? Are they coming back? Am I making sure that they're rebooked? What do my numbers look like? Why are they either not consistent? Okay. If I'm doing this amount in five days, can I reduce my schedule to four to where I have a day of working on my business 
four days that I work in the business and then two days that are just completely off for family, friends, and myself. But we got to look at the numbers, right? Got to look at the numbers and you really have to know what is it that I want? What is my ideal day? If I had to, if I was able to choose, create, curate my perfect day, what would that look like? Hmm. I would wake up around seven or eight when my husband comes home and spend a good hour or two either talking and or laughing with him, maybe watching the show. I would come downstairs and choose a project I'm going to work on, a digital product that I would work on that could bring in new income. I will go on to social media and I will talk to my people. Hey, hey, y'all. How y'all doing? Just checking in, making sure that y'all good. Hey, you guys, leave them with a tip. Leave them with something. Make them feel good and let them know, hey, I'm here. If you need anything, don't feel, don't hesitate to DM me. I'm here. I would probably go have lunch with my mom on her lunch break. Um... And maybe walk around Deep Ellum for a little bit and take a look at some of the flower shops and the, um, maybe have coffee at one of the little mom and pop coffee shops. Um, but there's no real schedule. There's not necessarily um, just real appointments that I have to do. It would basically I want to do what I want to do when I want to do it. I don't care to spend any money on any bags. That's never been me. I don't care to um, buy designer clothes. I want to be able to get up at my leisure. I want to be able to make my house a home. I want to be able to pay for a cleaner to come once a week to clean my home. And for a laundry company company to come in once a week, do my laundry and fold up and or hang, put my clothes on a hanger. Right? I would like to, I would either like to cook or pay for someone to come once a week to make me meals that could last me for the week. I would probably like to travel once a quarter, like once every three months, I'd like to go somewhere. Maybe twice every three months, I'd like to go somewhere. A little short vacation, anywhere from like two to four days, two to five days. Mm, yeah and I would like to save $2,500 a month where I could put it in my index fund where it could gain 10% compound interest so that by the time I am 
55. I should have about 937,000, close to a million dollars. Where I would be able to live in Costa Rica for the remainder of my life. That's what I would like to do. Now, that is my plan, right? And so for my plan, now we have to put numbers to it because that's really what it comes down to. What does that look like? In order for me to have a cleaner come once a week, in order for me to have someone to cook for me, in order for um, somebody to do my laundry, and in order for me to be able to save $2,500 a month, what does that look like for me with my bills paid my my mortgage and all what does that look like for me okay so if that looks like $5000 a month that's nothing right $5000 a month that's less than that's about 1200 $1, $1250 in service sales every week Right. But if I can cut that down and have to where I only do 50 percent of what I need in services and the other amount is products, that's the goal that I need to go to. That's growth because growth means getting to the level and the place that I want to live and show up for every day. That does not mean getting more things that I have to be responsible for. That may cause me headache just to show that I have something, but it's hurting me. It's hurting me. And that that growth that I desired is actually putting me in a place of just standing still. Actually, now this growth that I was chasing for has me going backwards. So I want you to ask yourself, what does growth mean to you? I want you to ask yourself, how do I want to feel every day? What does retirement look for, like for me? What does life look like for me for five to 10 years? And then how much does that life cost? Growth is going to be what you do now in your business. To get to that desired everyday feeling. And that's going to start with working on your business more than you are working in your business. <laughs>